Well, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 111, the Valentine's Day episode. This, this, this is a spe very special episode. Very special episode it's, it's, of Wolf We're Den. filming this on Valentine's Day. Yes. Well, I brought you some Aww. Mountain Lightning. Would only, you like some? Only the best, yes. Get brought, brought out the nice wine glasses yeah. today. Hello, Lucas. Hello, Spanish. Hello, uh, Zozo. Hello, Alberto. Steve. Q Wolf, Nacho, Wolfpack Gaming, Black Cat, Yoga. Hello, Hello anyone and everyone who's decided to join us I'll today. For you, a little, a little something here. Thank you. It's a fresh bottle. Hey, yeah, I can see that from from the mountains of, of, <laughs> of lightning. Yeah, I give you a healthy pour. Yeah, thanks. I need myself uh, much to talk about today. Will. Really? Because I only got like not really. But yeah. uh, let me tell you something. Uh, Eric Henley says sponsored by Profilers. I wish. Yeah. This is looking like it's sponsored by Walmart. Yeah, very, very much so. Sixty cents. Really? Yeah. Wow. I paid. How more, could I not? I paid more for my like, for uh, this size of seltzer. <laughs> yeah. How so, could I not? All right. Cheers. Oh yeah. Make sure we, these are very delicate glasses. Yeah. That was the. <laughs> that, that was not a good sounding. Uh, clink. Sound like plastic. Yeah. And this the, is good. This does not taste like Mountain Dew. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It tastes like Mountain Lightning. It, it's it's a lot sweeter than Mountain Dew. You think so? Maybe I, I think just Mountain Dew can get sweeter. Now we gotta pair it with whiskey, too. Yeah, yeah that tastes... You should have gotten ginger ale, because then it looks like champagne. Nah. That's what Bruce Wayne does. Nah, I had to get Mountain Lightning. Alright, fine. Well, we got to talk about uh, Pokemon's coming out this year. It is definitely coming out this year. Yes. Okay. And I have proof. Okay. Prove it to me. Uh, I can't bring it up on screen because the website's giving me a WebGL That's problem. Weird. And I don't want to ruin that computer. But. Yeah. Game Rant. Rumor. Pokemon for Switch starting localization this year. And you know how they know? How do they know? You don't know how they know. I don't I'm know. I'm going to tell you how they know. Tell me, please. Uh, Pokemon fans who have finished up Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon need a break. From chasing around AR monsters in Pokemon Go, are eagerly awaiting news about the currently unnamed Pokemon game for Nintendo Switch. Although the initial speculation was that the game wouldn't arrive for at least a few years, which isn't, wasn't my speculation, a new job listing suggests that the project may be further along than expected. Of course, there's always a job listing. Always. The job listing is for six-month contract for a localization expert and it looks like the work will kick off sometime between april and june of this year this process could take place at various stages of the game's development but some fans are hoping that this means things are coming to a close and the game could be as early as holiday 2018. Pixel Par noticed the job listing and the particular time period for the position uh this is a, a, from twitter Looks like the initial European translations for Pokemon Switch are planned to be completed between April and June. They will they will then undergo localization edit. There's a lot of spelling errors in this article. They will then undergo <laughs> so you know it's good. localization editing. Editors are being hired on a minimum six-month contract. Details around Pokemon Switch are very sparse at this point. There have been some leaks and that teased fans with the potential starters... And the and some interesting quotes from devs suggesting fans shouldn't get their hopes too high for a, <laughs> for a title. 
at that at this point uh gamers will just have to wait and hope that some news arrives early this summer about a, a release window and games new f features until then they can stay busy hunting down the latest legendary raid boss in pokemon go everybody's talking about pokemon go yeah, Pokemon Go is back, back again. I, can care le I eat too much Chinese food. <laughs> I can care less about Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. Maybe I should start playing again. There's new, cool. there's new Pokemon. Well, in yeah, because now it's all the the Gen two and onwards Pokemon, uh, the ones I don't care about. That's why. Well, um, so we everybody thinks it's coming out this year because they're hiring for localization, right? If for six months, starting either April or June. And so that puts you right into the holiday release window. I feel like that doesn't necessarily mean like a mainstream Pokemon game, though. You know, they're just hiring a translator. That could be for anything. You bring up a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be for any game. Yeah. Uh, I think it's for Pokemon Switch because Pokemon Switch, it's either coming out this year mm -hmm. or early next year. Okay. They, they release pokemon games sometimes early in the year yeah. which is a little weird it would it would do insane if they released it right before the holidays yeah and it would be crazy for the switch but uh it's possible that it release early next year i still think this could mean it's releasing early next year okay i mean they want to have the localization people there for when they um release like their marketing material and stuff so yeah. they probably want it there for launch but um i think that uh I think it's possible that it still could still come out next year. So I don't think this really means that much. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. I think it's just everybody is excited now that they have a po the potential for a Pokemon game on home console that they can also take with them. I think it's slightly more likely it'll come out this year. But I still yeah. think there's a big possibility it's coming out next year. I think there's a bigger possibility Metroid comes out this year. We got some Metroid news. Mm. But before we get to that, yes. I want to talk about everything that we know already okay. about Pokemon. Let's do it. Um... This is from Games Radar, and this I actually have on screen. Look at that. Uh, this came out last week, this article, so it didn't have that extra little tidbit that we needed. Right. Despite the brilliance of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and the zaniness of Super Mario Odyssey, it still feels like there's something missing from the Switch's library, and yes, it does regularly take the form of a small electric yellow map. Why am I reading this colorful <laughs> part? Just get to the good stuff. Uh, game Freak has confirmed a Pokemon game is in development for the Switch. We knew that already. But you're going to have to wait a little while for it. In the latest uh, financial results for the company, it was confirmed that the next Pokemon RPG will arrive in 2018 or later. So I think it's still up in the air. This, okay. is, this is Bob talking again. Yeah. Um, especially because they said that. I, th I think they're leaving, window they're leaving a little time to delay it. Okay. I think. Anyway, it's not exactly reassuring, according to the article. Technically, 2025 is later than 2018, and we doubt we can wait that long. Ha 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 Whenever it arrives, it'll be a big deal for the Pokemon Company. A mainline Pokemon game has never been released on a home console. They've always been handheld exclusives. Yes, you can argue that the Switch is still a handheld, but the fact that you can play it on a TV, too, will mean a major graphical overhaul. Whether it's the rumored Pokemon Stars or something different, there's everything we know. Here's everything we know about Pokemon on the Switch. During the E3 2017 Nintendo Direct, Tsunekazu Ishihara, president of and CEO at the Nintendo Company, takes the time to show off Pokehead Tournament DX for the Switch. 
but he also drops a tantalizing news nugget. He teases that there is indeed a Pokemon Switch game being worked on. I remember that. He had to say that because everybody was anticipating that they would release, that there would be a Pokemon for the Switch. And he had had to address it in some way. Anyway, this is in quotes for some reason. Game Freak has begun uh, developing a core RPG Pokemon title on the Nintendo Switch. That's what SRR said. It may not release for more than a year, but we'll hope you look forward to it at this time. Uh, You'll look forward to it all the same. That was at E3 last year. And that was it. Ishihara-san's section of the E3 direct finishes and we're left none the wiser about the core Pokemon RPG. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Who is this? Oh, Ishihara also says, with the Switch... We see it as a chance to create Pokemon that goes deeper and with a higher level of expression, says Ishihara in an interview with Bloomberg. As a result, that makes it an extremely important platform. Right now, we're using 7 to 8 inch screens, but on a high definition TV, you can express a whole different world with graphics and sound. Uh, he also spoke about the Switch's capability for instant and local co-op, which is also interesting. And the fact Game Freak is already considering how that could affect the next game in the Pokemon series. Quote, until now, games were made as one for one person. Games were made as one for one person. But now you can go home and play with everyone. So how do we tackle these themes? And how do we make sure it's not complicated? That is very important. Yeah. Because we all know Nintendo is not very good at uh, online play. No, no, they are not. So Pokemon, the Pokemon company is trying to tackle that. Yes. Uh, Games Radar also says Pokemon Stars or something else entirely. We don't know if this is Pokemon Stars. Maybe this is a a third game in between Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon. Maybe it's Stars. Maybe it's something new entirely. Maybe it's, yeah, Pokemon, you know, men and women. Pokemon Mountain Lightning. Yeah. Ah, that's good. According to a report from Eurogamer, the Pokemon game coming to Switch is Pokemon Stars. What? Wait, according to a report from Eurogamer, the Pokemon game coming to Switch is Pokemon Stars, a spinoff of Bo. Now I gotta read this Eurogamer. Yeah. What was this from? Oh, this is from 2016. Get out of oh, here. Oh, yeah, no. We know that. that's not yeah. true. We thought Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon was gonna be Pokemon Stars. Yeah. So I don't believe this for a second. Anyway, apparently Pokemon will be traded between Pokemon Sun, Moon, and Stars via... Po- All right, I don't think it's Stars. No, I feel like the time has passed for... No, this is stars. this has to be a new game entirely. Yeah. Plus, they already did Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. There's no way this is Stars. And I, they don't have anything to back that. Because, again, back in 2016, we thought we were getting Stars when we got Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. And we thought that was going to be on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's not going to be any more Pokemon for the 3DS. That makes sense. What's bound to be the development of the Nintendo Switch is the fact that Game Freak is all done with 3DS development. In a recent interview with IGN, the d- director of Game Freak, Sh- Shigeru, Shigeru Omori, says that the company has done all it can with Nintendo's aging console. Quote, when we were making Pokemon X and Y, we really were trying to push the 3DS system to its absolute limits, which is what we thought we'd done. 
but when Sun and Moon came around, we completely redesigned the system and actually ended up pushing the 3DS even further to what we thought was the most we could draw out of it. With Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, we've tried to eke that out more and really, really push the system to its absolute limits. And we're now feeling that perhaps this is the maximum of what we can get out of it. So we're really treating Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon as a culmination of works with the 3DS system. Uh, Brooks Eggleston with the $5 Super Chat. I want to see a Wolf Den video about Pokemon where Bob just says Bob Wolf, Bob Wolf, Bob Wolf for the entire run of the video. Get it like a Pokemon? That's what Pokemon do? Yep. Say their name. Let's make it this and we'll do it for an hour and a half. Oh God, shoot me now. Uh... So, we get the idea. Yeah. There's a... Pokemon's coming out for the Switch. Yes. Undoubtedly. Yes. It's coming out this year. It's highly doubtful it will be stars. Yeah. I'll think that for a second. I think it sounds like there's going to be a a major focus on multiplayer, which is going to be crazy. Yeah. Especially if it comes out... Well, Switch Online comes out in September. Yes. You think that'll be a launch... I, I, this will definitely have Switch Online functionality, yeah. and this means that you're going to be able to play Pokemon Online against other people. The 3DS version had pretty terrible online. Yeah. But I think that might be also because it was the 3DS version. Do you think this could be possibly some sort of like MMO-type deal where you create your character and you go out into the world? I don't think it could be an MMO at no. all. No, definitely not. But that would be awesome. Yeah. I don't think that's this game. I think that's a possibility for a future game. Okay. That would be really cool. I think what they'll do is have online matches like Pokemon Stadium had or something. Yeah. You'll be able to play other people online. But that's about... I I think they're going to try really hard to do something cool with online. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to hit it, but uh, I think that they could if they if they, if they they wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like they're trying. Uh, other than that, it's just going to be a regular old Pokemon game. Except that it's going to be really nice graphics and possibly voice acting mm. because it's going to be on the console. Yeah. I hope so. What do you want in a Pokemon game for your Switch? What would get you while you chew your ice over there? I'm trying to like move the mic so it doesn't get... <laughs> what would get you to buy a Pokemon game? It has to be streamlined. Like, what was the last Pokemon game you played? The last one I played seriously was, I think, Red. And then I tried playing, I forget if it was Ruby or Sapphire many years later. And it was just, I forgot how much, like, grinding you have to do in that game. Yeah. If they can do, if they can, like, streamline everything, make the leveling up process much easier, then I would probably start playing again. I think Pokemon Red had very minimal grinding. Yeah. I don't think it had too much grinding. I don't don't remember because, like, I just remember, like... I found rare candy and then I just did the cheat to clone it over and over again. That helped a lot. I uh I played red and blue mm-hmm. extensively back when we were kids. Yeah. Uh then I played uh you know like the 64 games so those those didn't count. Yeah. Um I played I didn't play a mainline Pokemon game till Y. No, that's not sure. I played a little bit of Ruby, but I didn't play too much of it. Yeah. Then I played Y. Then I played Sun. Okay. And that's it. 
and I, I I got pretty deep into Sun because I got to play it on the train. Yeah. So I I got into it. I got about halfway through it, and then I I just lo- completely lost interest. Yeah. No, that's not true. That happened to Y. That's how I, that's how I was with Y. With okay. with Sun, I played about an hour and a half, and I got bored and stopped playing. So, I think I'll definitely get a Pokemon Switch because I'll I'll stream it. Yeah. But um. I don't know how much I'm going to play of it. It has to be awesome. And I think that, I think there's a lot of potential to be awesome. Yeah. What, what do you mean by streamlined? Just like, uh, f- you know, everything's like not as obtuse and like overcomplicated. Just like make things, the progression easier, make things just easier to do in the game. The game's, it's, 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 yeah. it's like an RPG light, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Like, but I still feel like sometimes the RPG elements are too much. I would rather it be more... Uh, how do I put this? I guess less uh, JRPG and more, I guess, Western RPG. Because those are usually a little bit more, you know, not as obtuse as, you know. You, you don't want them to have to lean on the RPG elements too much. Correct. I I think it's it, it's a tolerable RPG, Pokemon. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the most... Like it, it's it, it's the most I can do with an RPG, right? Much. Like like especially because it has our problems with RPGs aren't the RPG elements; it's the tropes that come along with it, right? The backtracking, the um, the, the turn based combat. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon for some reason makes all of those tropes tolerable to yeah. me. Uh, for the most part, sometimes they I guess in like Sun and Y they kind of got in the way, and I, that's what yeah. made me lose interest. But um. If they have cool enough Pokemon, then I'll have then I'll be wanting to get them. Yeah. And then, I, then it'll make me want to play, and that's what that's how I felt with Red and Blue. I wanted everything because yeah. it was awesome. They're running out of cool Pokemon, but if the online's cool, yeah. then I'll have that to I'll I'll, I'll want to build up everything so I can play online. You know, mm-hmm. so that might be good. I don't know. I don't know. Again, we're not RPG people. Yeah. But Pokemon is the most tolerable RPG, so it might have some interest in this household. Mm-hmm. It is, after all, the biggest gaming franchise in the world. Yes. Uh, somebody yelled at us in the chat. I want to find it. <laughs> uh, Nubs World. If you actually, if you people actually listen to you, oh, I don't know what I'm reading. If people actually listen to you, you dumb f's are going to ruin Pokemon. It's supposed to be hard. It's already easy enough. So, I think the Pokemon fans want a little bit of challenge. Will okay. And that's fair. I, again, have not played since Red and Blue. Dabbled in Ruby. That's it. So, and when I, I mean, played of Ruby, was too much. <laughs> I think the most important thing is it has to be accessible. Yes. It absolutely has to be accessible. Yeah. So, because you, you want to get new people in. Yeah. Uh, it has to be easy to learn, hard to master. Yeah. So that people like you could be satisfied when you when you hit a challenge. But... The challenge has to be optional. Sarah Levy says, Will, they implemented experience, uh, experience share. I think that's what you're looking for. What is that? I, oh. I, I, what is that? Is that when experience gets shared between your Pokemon? That was in the first game. That wasn't in... No, that definitely wasn't in the first no, game. No, well, when you... Oh, no. No, you're right. So well, when no. You... <clears throat> experience got trickled down between all the Pokemon that you used during the battle. That's what happened in the first game. 
I think, yeah. I think after that, now uh, they all get a little bit of experience. Okay, because yeah, I don't want to think. Have to, Somebody correct me. That's that's a good idea. You know, you, you level like. You, I, I need whoever's to to, on your. I need to go to bed. That's what I need. <laughs> whoever's on your deck will who's, get experience. Whoever's on your deck will get equal amount of experience, and they'll all level up at the same time. They'll get some experience. Okay, like like oh, the ones who you didn't use yeah. will get a little. Will get, we'll get, get the less. same amount, but they'll get less. See, because I don't want to spend like my time leveling up. You know, one Pokemon and then another and then another and then another and then another. If, like, that can be streamlined. Like, they all have, like, the same level pool. The, the problem is that you got the garbage ones that you just have on you. Yeah. You know, that you don't use all the time. The they're, like, they're just in case. Yeah. They're the ones that you have uh, so that just in case you run into, like, a fire type, you have a water type. Yeah. You know, something like that. Um, or, or th there's always the one that you want to build up and you would leave it in the front of your... Of your yeah, uh, so you, your they would be out and then you would switch them out for your more powerful one just so that he would get some experience. Yeah. Uh, Alan in the chat says, I want Pokin tournament fighting. That would be sick. I don't think so. <laughs> Everybody, you can't change the fighting style that much. No. I think the fighting, the turn base actually works in Pokemon because, you know, the way it's presented on the show... You know, because the show actually, like, teaches you how to play the game. You're telling the animal mm. what to do. You know, it's like when you right. watch cockfighting. Cockfighting, yeah. Yes. Like, we do that every every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite Pokemon game, Miguel says? Definitely blue. Red. That's because I had blue and he had red yes. and then we switched. <laughs> uh, Larry says, EXP share and Elite Four is usually how you grind it up. At least, yeah, okay. Well, what what yeah. is EX share? Though? Did we did we gain? Did we nail what EXP share was? Uh, I don't think so. The trashy Devon says all Pokemon in the party, but not in the battle, get a little. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's what EXP share yeah. is. Okay, so so we we got it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna talk. We gotta talk about Metroid for a second. Yes, let's do it. Uh, apparently, will Bandai Namco is working on Metroid. Mm-hmm. I saw that. You, sh you should be shocked and appalled that Bandai Namco's working on that I'm show. not. Just, you know, <laughs> I, I, was, I was shocked at first, but then like I thought about it, and it makes sense, because Bandai Namco has been doing a lot of Nintendo stuff even before the Switch came out. Yes. Yes. Uh, according to your gamers, Todd Phillips, internet rumors this week pegged Na Bando Namco as being the mystery studio behind uh, Metroid Prime 4. Something multiple sources have now confirmed to Eurogamer as being accurate. Specifically, the highly anticipated Nintendo Switch exclusive is being developed by Bandai Namco Studios Singapore, which we understand is the lead studio on the game in collaboration with Nintendo. The studio houses some former LucasArts Singapore staff who previously worked on, among other things, the ambitious cancelled Star Wars 1313. Mm, yeah, I heard about that too. That is awesome. Yes. Update! Since publication, I've heard Bandai Namco's Japan studio is also working on the project. That is cool. With the intention, it will now take the lead on its development while Singapore moves to focus on another Switch game. That is also very interesting. Yes. Potentially more Metroid. Metroid Prime 4 was briefly announced via logo. Yeah, we know that. Last, last E3, they showed a logo. But, well, oh my god, it's crazy. Um... Since then, speculation has been rife over who was working on Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't tell anybody. 
They didn't. They didn't give us any hint of who was yeah. making the game. Well, I think that's you know it's probably going to be a big surprise because the surprise Nintendo's not working on it, but but that's not like something that should be that. Like I don't. When has that ever been like a secret? It's usually like this game's coming out. This is who's making it. I guess yeah. You know because it's never like I've never seen this much press over who's making this game that they yeah. just announced. You know I've never seen that before in my life. Uh, it is still uh, really early, relatively early in the game's development. There's no suggestion Metroid Prime 4 will launch this year, which perhaps might just leave room for a port of the Metroid Prime Trilogy co uh, compilation to get Switch owners up to speed on the story so far. That would be interesting. I yes. hadn't considered that. Which I will buy. Yeah. For uh, just just for the collection. I would get it because I'd actually play it. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna play. It. This week, fans begin joining the the do, uh, the dots after various uh, teasing job descriptions were posted on LinkedIn again. Again, with the job descriptions, rumors began appearing on forums like Rest Era and were then widely. Uh, I'm sorry, Reset Era. Yeah, Reset. Era. That's the new Neo Gaff, right? Yes. And were then widely reported elsewhere. In particular, Press Start noted how Bandai Namco Studios Singapore staff members had not tried very hard to conceal they were working on something exciting. Looking through their profiles, I saw staff saying they are working on a, quote, secret game. An ambitious AAA title. A, quote, very interesting unannounced project. And a game which will see, quote, more exciting details announced, quote, soon or later. Some oh here's one one staff member in particular a lead designer described themselves as working on an quote unannounced IP first person shooter action adventure exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. This staff member also listed themselves as overseeing work on an exclusive Ridge Racer Eight for the Switch to something Eurogamer has yet to also verify. So that is the reason why everybody knows that it's Bandai Namco now. Right, is because that one guy said uh an unannounced I, uh, IP that's a first-person shooter and an action-adventure exclusive to the Switch. Yeah. Which nails Metroid. Yeah. I'd be shocked if it's anything else. Mm. But... Namco is, of course, no stranger to working with Nintendo, blah, blah. Uh, did Super Smash Bros. for 3DS. And it did... Uh, I think it also did Super Smash Bros. Tournament for Wii... It says Wii U and Switch, but I think probably just the Switch version. Well, it's a cross between... Pokemon and Tekken, right? Namco owns Tekken. Mm. So. I didn't put that together. Yeah. I oh, maybe it is both of them then. Yeah, they did They did um, Smash for Wii U and 3DS. It they says here Tournament. Wii U and 3DS. I'm pretty sure they only did the 3DS No, version. they did the Wii U one. They did? Yes. All of it? Yeah. But they had uh, Sakurai on it. Yeah, he worked on it. With them? With them. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought they only did the 3DS version. No, they did both. Um, yeah, no, because Nintendo has a great working relationship with uh, Bandai Namco back to when they were just Namco. Mm. Um, they they made the uh, the Triforce arcade board with Nintendo, Namco, and Sega, and like they shared tech throughout that. Um, and this, you know, Nintendo has done stuff like this before. Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap, and I think Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages are all done by Capcom. So Capcom, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so that's crazy. You know, they they've done stuff like this before. Uh, Dan says, "I feel like they didn't want to admit that Retro Studios wasn't doing it." Maybe I feel like you know because that series is synonymous with retro, 
and now they're giving it to yeah that's someone true. else and we still don't know what retro is working on retro said we are not working on metroid yeah so please leave us alone um i don't think that's coming out this year i think that's next year i think it's this year i i think we are not getting metroid and pokemon there's no way right it's one or the other so if we get Metroid this year, Pokemon's being pushed. If we get right. Pokemon this year, Metroid's being pushed. And I think Pokemon's this year, Metroid's being pushed. Wait, did I say that? Didn't I just say before that it's probably being pushed? Metroid or Pokemon? No, I just I just said that that listing doesn't mean anything. Right. The localization thing. Right. I still think Pokemon's coming out this year, though. Yeah. <sighs> That's all I got on Metroid. All right. What do you got over there? Uh, I, put, I put this at the bottom of the keep. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, the Hawaii loot crate laws, or do you want to talk about Zack Snyder? I got other things too, but those are the. Let's top talk ones. about Hawaii loot crate, so we could stay in, in video games. Okay, now. so Hawaii Hawaiian lawmakers introduce loot crate regulation bills. Oh, before yeah. you do that, yes, Top Willie, two dollars. Heard about a full direct this month? Predictions? Ooh. Uh, I didn't hear about that. I I did hear that there were they were going to have more to say about Nintendo uh, Switch Online. Mm. If this is they the, should if this is the same direct, great. But I don't think it will be. I don't think they're going to say anything about Nintendo Online anytime soon because that doesn't come out till September. Yeah, I think um, they have to say something by at least E three. I think E three they're going to have a big yeah. online thing. Um, we heard that there's supposed to be another direct because the last direct was a mini direct and we yeah. heard that there's going to be another direct, but the one after that was Labo. Yeah. And that didn't really count much. So, I mean, they'll probably announce some games and stuff. What? I don't know. Probably give release dates to things that don't have release dates. Hmm. I did hear that there's a rumor that South Park Fractured But Whole is coming to the Switch. Hmm. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so maybe like there's a direct for that because we all know they have a great Ubisoft relationship. Aiden in the chat says we got Mario and Zelda in the same year. Why can't we get Metroid and Pokemon in the same year? Because we're also getting Kirby, Yoshi. Right, I forgot. But it, I Mario and Zelda are like up here. Yeah, and I would say Pokemon and Metroid are also at that level. Kirby and Yoshi are not. Metroid is popular. It doesn't sell. True. Yeah. So I don't think it's. I don't think it's. You know, on the same caliber. Very um, true. Anyway, loot right. boxes. State lawmakers in Hawaii have, as promised two months ago, introduced four bills that would regulate the sale of video games that feature so-called loot boxes or loot crates as part of their gameplay. Uh, this is per Polygon. Two bills in Hawaii State House and Senate would prohibit sales of loot box games to consumers younger than 21 years old. The legislation defines the loot boxes as a random in-game reward that can be bought for real money. Another two bills, also before both chambers, uh, will require video game publishers to label their games with notices that they contain loot boxes and disclose what the rates are I'm sorry, and disclose what the rates are of receiving each reward in their system. Loot boxes or loot crates caught the attention not only of lawmakers in Hawaii, but Washington State, uh, but also regulators in Belgium, the United Kingdom, and New Zealand, mainly when Star Wars Battlefront 2 launched in November. 
UK and New Zealand officials ultimately said loot crates did not fit their nation's, uh, damn it, nation's uh, statutory definition of gambling. So they are not, uh, UK and New Zealand ultimately de uh, declared that they are not a form of gambling. Uh, loot crates are part of, loot crates are part of a uh, big name games, Middle War 2, Battlefront 2, Call of Duty, World War 2. The outcry mainly started uh, during Battlefront 2 because of Star Wars popularity. Uh, indeed, at, at the news conference in November, Hawaii State Rep uh, Sean Quillian noted that loot crates have been a feature in mobile gaming for some time, but their encroachment on AAA console gaming made them a greater concern, especially for parents. And then it goes on to say that they pulled um, the microtransactions and loot boxes from Battlefront 2 before launch. Um, they said with, in a call with investors that they will be coming back. EA reported lower than expected sales um, due, to, due to all this. Um, EA said that real money transactions will return to Battlefront 2 at some point. Uh, and, and Electronic Arts has declined to comment on the legislative efforts. The, the Entertainment Software Association, the video game industry's United States lobbyists, released a statement in November saying that loot boxes are a voluntary feature in certain games and are not gambling. Uh, the bill's principal sponsor in the state house, Representative Chris Lee of Oahu, uh, has some harsh words. I grew up playing video games my whole life. I watched firsthand the evolution of the industry from one that seeks to create new things to one that's begun to exploit people, especially children, to maximize profit. So, yes, they're out in Hawaii. There, there are bills being placed uh, that makes it so that there are bills being introduced that would make it so game publishers have to clearly define that not only are loot boxes in the game, but also how much are they and something else. State legislatures in Hawaii were fighting against this a while ago. Like when, when all this stuff. They first announced that this, something should be done. They were, they were the first state to come out and say, hey, this is bad. Yeah, and so now now there's a there are they're, bills. they're actually proposing something. Yes, good. Yes, but they're the only state, right? As and apparently, now. New Zealand says uh, loot boxes are cool. We're they said they're not boxes. gambling. Okay, that's a that's a big thing because the way that loot boxes are presented, you know, you're putting money down for, on, on a game of chance. That's gambling, right? So that's the big concern, especially if, you know, the games are going to be played by kids, especially a game like Star Wars mm. is going to, you know, be played by kids. So that's the big concern. So, so Hawaii is trying to say this is these are gambling. Get these away from our kids. Basically. And they, they want to make sure that nobody under the age of 21, because that's legal gambling age in the United States, can buy these games. And EA is over there saying we're sorry we put loot boxes in the games we're gonna take them away everything's gonna be fine you guys are gonna be happy you guys should just buy the star wars game you're gonna love it and all of a sudden now they're like they're gonna be back yeah loot boxes are gonna be back because yeah pretty f much. you yeah because the whole games cost 60 dollars, but we need to make money somehow because that's that's too cheap to sell a game for i understand that games are expensive yes but i also understand that they're pieces of garbage yeah no this this should never have been a problem because it's, because honestly, at this point, raise game prices to seventy dollars. If that's they what could, needs to be done, they could do it, and it would piss a lot of people off. But uh, 
it would it piss did. it would piss people off in the short term. In yeah. the long term, we'll get over it because it would mean no microtransactions, no loot boxes, no day one DLC. You know, nothing like as that. As long as they do that, as long as yeah. they say, "Here you go." Yeah. It, I, you know, I haven't bought like a AAA game and like. Well, I guess I bought Monster Hunter, but that doesn't count. Like, I, I, I haven't bought any of these like big publisher like get all the DLC, get get the get the uh, exclusive uh, hand cannon. Wolfenstein Two, and I actually bought the deluxe edition because that's a single player game, no microtransactions, none of that, and the DLC they're releasing is like a, a side story that's like three episodes, like a traditional expansion pack. Mm -hmm. Like that's fine, that's mm -hmm. okay. I have nothing against DLC and expansion packs and things like that. But, you know, the way they've been doing it these past few years, the EAs, the Ubisofts, the Activisions, you know, it's just, it's just exploitive. Yeah. So, it sucks that the government has to get involved. Yeah. But, you know, if that's what it takes for them to reevaluate their business strategy and not rip off the consumer, then I guess that's what has to be done. I would think it would be enough that they just didn't sell well. That yeah. Star Wars didn't sell well. I would think it would be enough that that happened. But no, they're like, no, you know, we're going to bring the loot boxes No, because back. now what the problem is, it didn't sell well, so they're going to try and make up for lost profit. That's crazy. With the microtransactions. That's insane. Yeah. That, like... It didn't sell well because we tried to rip you off, so now what we're going to do is rip off the ones that we already ripped this off. Is, this is basically, like, with people's argument for net neutrality, like, the fear that internet providers will start, like, you know, give you half the internet and you got to pay microtransactions to access Facebook and YouTube and Netflix and things mm -hmm. like that. That's what they're doing with their games. It's ridiculous. I agree. We got a $5 super chat from R. Dilly. Oh, hey, He R. said, Dilly. do you guys like playing Cards Against Humanity? Uh, yes. I'll say sure. I'm never like, man, I feel like a good game of Cards Against Humanity. No, but if I mean... If somebody pulls it out, I'll entertain it. Yeah, no, I think it's a very fun game. I like it. I do. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not really a board game guy. But that's a good board game, even though there's no board. It's just cards. It's a board game. Get it? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, Kishan says, I think a problem with DLC is like Dragon Ball Fighter Z charging $3 for two characters. What was... Well, $3 for two characters? That's, that's a steal. Might, might be each. I don't know. Sounds like easy. Well, still, like $3 is good when you compare it to, like, Mortal Kombat and Injustice. There's, I think it's, like, $5 a character. Street Fighter, I think, is 6 What was that game that came out with Xbox One? Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. It was free to download, but you only got two characters, yeah. and you had to pay for each character after that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I think you can buy characters in uh, Mighty Gun Vault Burst, and they're, like, $2 yeah. each. Uh, but they changed the whole game. Yeah. It's all there's there's a lot of problems. Yeah. I've been sticking to games that you just buy outright. And I've been trying to. Because that they vote with your wallet. Exactly. Don't buy these games that are gonna be a huge problem. And like exactly. I don't like this whole complicated mess like like uh, oh you can you all you want Call of Duty? Well, do you want the regular edition? Do you want this one that gives you like a thousand XP? Yep. Do you want this one that comes with the gun that you're gonna need? Like I don't need that. Yeah. I'm just or uh, Assassin's Creed is another one. Sometimes they take out a whole mission that's important. Yeah, that's that's BS. Yeah. That is the biggest kind of BS. They've done that more than once. Yeah. So that's why that's things like that that make me stop playing yeah. the game. So just don't play the game. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Graham Richardson says paying for DLC is fine. Loot boxes are terrible unless it is the whole of the cost of game. I guess he means like unless it's free. Like it's a free game and then there are microtransactions. Oh, yeah. That which, I, which I get because, you know, these games are $60. Mm. And then you have to keep paying on top of that. Just stop spending your whole budget on dumb stuff in yeah. the game. There are indie games that do things better than you. you know? I've, I still, I haven't played it yet, but I really want to for the sole fact of um, Hellblade, Soul Sacrifice. Everybody loves that. Yeah, it's, it's a Ninja Theory game. You know, it's had a modest budget. It's a short game. It had a budget price, but it looks like a AAA game. It doesn't have any of this ancillary crap with it. And I want to play it just for that alone. Next uh, time there's a PlayStation set. <laughs> I got a I got a news bit for you, Will. Okay. A little tidbit. Yes. Well, without looking at without cheating, what is the first Nintendo Switch title to sell two million copies in Japan? In Japan. Japan. Is it Odyssey? No. Nope. Splatoon. Yes. Splatoon two. Nice. Splatoon 2. <laughs> Since this worldwide launched in January, uh, in July 2017, <laughs> Splatoon 2 has surpassed 2 million copies in sales in Japan, where it is now the very first Nintendo Switch title to hit the milestone, according to Famitsu Sales Tracker. The 2 million copies comes uh, from a sales period of 30 weeks from July 21st to 20, uh, 2017 to February 11th, 2018. The total is currently at 2016,182. 2, That's very specific. According to Famitsu's numbers, and it doesn't include digital sales. It doesn't include digital wow. sales, which I would assume is at least yeah. half. That's crazy. Famitsu also shared its total Switch sales figures in Japan, which is currently at 3,766,244 units. That is sold between its launch date of March 3rd, 2017 to February 11th, 2018. So, Splatoon 2 has an attach rate of uh over 50%. Wow. On in Japan, which That's is crazy, crazy yeah. because it's it's not that crazy here. Yeah. You know, here everybody's worried about the Zeldas and the mm -hmm. Marios. Apparently Zelda isn't Zelda did good in Japan, obviously, but not I nowhere mean, near this good. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, did you see the concert? They had a they had a no. They had a show, and it was the it was the it was the the band in Splatoon. You know, Pearl oh, and, yeah. and Marina, and then they also had the Squid Sisters from the first game in mm -hmm. it at the end. And it was just it looked like a it looked like a Gorillas concert. They had the band <laughs> behind the the screen. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That's funny. Um. So yeah, just a little tidbit. Uh, I'm going to read this guy. Famous Sambo Plays says, I think Nintendo should release Pokemon around the holidays and Metroid at October 2019. I think that's fair for diehard Pokemon fans to get over the new Pokemon game. Um, I think they got... That, yeah, I think that's fine. I, but I, I think it... What, what I'm seeing is more Pokemon holidays... Metroid early next year. Okay. So if I had to put money down, that would be my bet. Yeah. But it could also flip. 
$2 super chat from Top Willie. Uh, I want your thoughts about Fortnite on the Switch. I want it on the Switch. I almost made a video about it this week. Really? Instead, I, I got the projector and I was like, I want to play with this. Uh, I think Fortnite is going to come to the Switch. Yeah. I, I think uh, there's no reason not to. It's already like the biggest game right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no reason not I mean, to. Yeah, but at this point, there's no reason for a lot of games to not come to the Switch. I mean, Doom is on the Switch. The problem is they have to build a whole their own online system because Nintendo's is so garbage. Right. So that's a problem. They might have to wait for Nintendo's online to launch. Well, I mean, if like Rocket League and Minecraft, you can play online right now and you can play with other people from other systems. Mm. So I don't see... It's because they built that out. They built all that out. I guess. Fortnite's probably like, we don't have to worry about this yet. Yeah. Or maybe they're waiting for Nintendo to announce the Switch online and then Fortnite will be like, hey, guess what? We're going to launch with Nintendo online. Okay. You know, that would be smart. All right, what else you got, Will? Uh, do you want to talk the Zack Snyder thing? Or? Yeah. All right. So, you know <laughs> that Zack Snyder had to leave Justice League because of family tragedy. Yes. I did well, hear about this. Well, guess what? Oh, what, Will? That was not tr entirely true. Oh, do tell. New reports say that Zack Snyder was fired from Justice League. Oh. Months before he publicly shared he was no longer involved with the project. Mm. Entertainment reporter Josh Dickey is leaving the news, um, the entertainment news industry and tweeted a series of links with some context about his time there. Um, one of his claims was that Zack Snyder didn't leave the project voluntarily, but was instead fired from the film, according to unnamed sources. Collider is backing up Dickie's tweet, reporting that Warner Brothers fired Snyder in January or February 2017, months before Snyder announced he was stepping away from the project to deal with personal matters after the death of his daughter. Uh, I'd heard similar things from separate, source, separate sources all over the last year as well, said Collider's Matt Goldberg. I also heard that Snyder's rough cut of the movie was unwatchable, a word that jumped out at at uh, the writer of this article because it's rare you hear uh, two separate sources use the exact same adjective. Of course, even if that's true, there's obviously more to the story since rough cuts can be fixed up with reshoots, rewrites, etc. The sensitive nature of Snyder's family, Snyder's family tragedy played a part in keeping the story from being reported, according to some. But it also seems true that no one was willing to go on record to confirm or deny whether Snyder left or was fired. Uh, Goldberg, Goldberg and Dickey's reporting supports other developments that were happening at Warner Brothers at the time, developments that in hindsight foreshadow Snyder's work on future movies. Uh, in May 2016, just a few months after Batman vs Superman came out, Warner Brothers CEO Kevin Sujahara removed... Uh, what? They gave me the guy's last name, but not his first name. That was Kevin. No, Kevin Sujahara removed somebody named Silverman as supervisor overlooking the DC film slate. The Wrap reported that Sujahara was investing heavily in Warner Brothers' DC brand and wanted the films to get better critical reception. Uh, it's no secret the studio wanted the critical reception to be better on the DC properties. The Wrap later reported that executives at Warner Brothers first raised major concerns over Snyder's work in mid-2016 
after the release of Batman vs Superman. Those same executives pleaded with Silverman, who worked with Snyder on 300, to remove him from Justice League and give the project to someone else. Silverman refused. Less than a year later, in December 2016, Silverman was ousted from the company. That would be Greg Silverman. Greg Silverman. Uh, Variety reported that company executives were not happy with the performance of other DCU films, including Suicide Squad, which Silverman oversaw. It was only a few months after, based on Dickie and Goldberg's reports, that Snyder was also fired from the project. Uh, all Warner Brothers would say is that Zack Snyder is currently not scheduled to direct the DC film, but he is serving as producer or executive producer on upcoming projects like Wonder Woman 2 and Aquaman. Um, so, this dude. Long yeah. story short, this dude who was in uh i thought he was in the movie business i didn't know he was in like uh, like gossip journalism right but anyway he's leaving the business and yes. went on a rant about how Zack snyder was actually fired and it wasn't because of the tragedy well, he went on a rant about a lot of things this was just one of the things that popped out and what what i what's most interesting about that whole thing mm-hmm. is that there is a snyder cut there is but there isn't there is clearly stuff that he f- filmed. I'm I'm assuming that what he presented to the studio was a rough cut, an yeah, assembly yeah, cut. Yeah. I th- I said I say this in my video. It is a, it is a rough draft. It's not complete. It's probably missing effects. It's probably missing. You know, this is Will's video on whether or not there is a Snyder yeah. cut. So to release that in a in a releasable form would take a lot of time and money that they probably do not want to sink into this movie. Because hmm. they've already sunk $300 million into this movie, and it didn't make that back. Hmm. Well, you were reading a comic before we started. Yeah, I was reading uh, Dark Knight's Metal, issue 5, in anticipation for LMK Cherokee to give a $5 super chat and Two. ask me to read that. $2. $2. Don't $2. give him too much credit. Oh. No, usually he said that. thoughts on Dark Knight's Metal, number 5. Uh, I got to reread the, the, the whole series again, because I... I was lost. This this issue was nothing but like everything's happening. We're only on five. Yeah, it's six issues. So there's mm. one more it left, but that got delayed, so I got time to catch up. Mm. But it's just everything's happen. Everything happens in that issue. It's like Batman and Superman are doing this, and Wonder Woman's fighting Hawkgirl, and Green Lantern and Mister Terrific are in prison, but Martian Manhunter breaks them out, and. All those other wacky Sounds crap. like a trade. Sounds like a yeah, definitely trade. trade weight. It's gonna, it's like it's gonna be worth it because like I did like what I read, but like I I need to reread it because like I figure out where everything connects. Also, a two dollars super chat from our boy Fred saying your boy made it. Wolf Children almost made me cry. That's an anime called Wolf Children. Oh, I'm gonna call him out right now. He watched it on Valentine's Day with a with a lady friend. Oh, and I'm surprised he watched the movie. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised and a little disappointed that you actually watched the movie. <laughs> and then there's the rest of you, 372 of you right now, who are watching this instead of being out with, with the nice lady. Yeah. Cheers to you, who, because we're doing the same thing. Yeah. Who? Yeah, why would I want to send Valent- my first Valentine's Day as a married man with my wife? Yeah, why would I want to do anything <laughs> ever? Uh, good times. Anyway. Anything else about Zack Snyder? Um, two, uh, which we'll call it, two deleted scenes were released for Justice League. I saw you tweet about one of them. Yeah, one of them was the fabled black suit 
see. So, before Justice League came out, Henry Cavill tweeted a teaser image of what looked like a black-suited Superman costume. Mm. It could have just been a black-and-white picture, but this led people to believe that, oh my god, he's gonna wear the black suit from the Death and Return of Superman. That would have been cool. But people were acting like that would have made the movie. No. It would have been cool. It would have been cool. Wouldn't have made the movie. Anyway. So, and ever since the movie came out, everyone was like, he didn't wear the black suit. He didn't wear the black suit. Where's the black suit? Oh my God, what's the black suit? So finally, like people were saying, like, there was a black suit. Uh, We cut the black suit and all this. We finally get the scene with the black suit. Did you see the scene? Yes. That was was the most underwhelming thing. It was, he's in... I'm pretty sure that's the Fortress of Solitude. He's in it. He's walking around. And all of a sudden, out from the closet, comes the black suit. <gasps> that's it. That is... that is. Well, the... it's not like it even comes out in like an extraordinary way. It's just there. Yeah, it just he like... He just walks by He it. just walks by it and it automatically just appears. Like, oh, the black suit. <sighs> like, Jesus. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> The other deleted scene that came out was it's the do you remember from the one of the trailers when like Alfred's like, he said you'd come. Just hope you're not too late. Yeah. It's that scene. And it's confirmed it is Superman. He shows up, he talks to Al. I didn't see that yet, but from what I could tell, like he shows up, he talks to Alfred, and he's like, uh, I'm here to help and whatnot. The, it's the, nice to see this movie. <laughs> the interesting thing about those two scenes though. Is that it's very clear these are Zack Snyder scenes. You could tell they're Zack Snyder scenes because Henry Cavill's face is clearly un-CGI'd. Like he's got a mustache? Like he doesn't have a mustache. Because remember they CGI'd his face to cover up the mustache? Yeah. And it was terrible? Yeah. His face looks fine. So this is before this he... This before he, they had to do reshoots. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So this is, this is probably from the Fabled Assembly cut, mm. if anything. But they cut them because they thought they were garbage scenes or didn't need to be there. Probably they didn't need to be there. Okay. So You seeing Black Panther tomorrow? I'm seeing it Monday, actually. Monday? Yeah. That's so late. Yeah, well, I... I'm seeing it tomorrow. I see everything right when it comes out. I don't. I, I except I, for Blade Runner and Justice League. Apparently, <laughs> I'm old, so I like to not. New sponsor, David Easily. Thank you, David, for sponsoring this show. Sorry, you were getting me when I am like. You need want like to go coffee to bed. or something. I, we we didn't get coffee. We didn't get coffee. We ate too much and didn't get coffee. Yeah. And yeah, because I stayed up like later than I wanted to, trying to finish my video. And realizing, realizing as soon as I hit bed, I'm like, I didn't put in a screenshot of the comic saying, like, illustrating how funny it is. Left that out. Not do, not re-exporting it. Too bad. I actually had a similar thing on Monday night when I was yeah. making my video. I hit the bed at 7 in the morning. And I went... That thumbnail could be better. And I, got, <laughs> I got my laptop and I sat in bed and finished it yeah. and, and fixed the thumbnail. Anyway, thank you, David, easily for the for the new spot for being coming a sponsor. I put some sponsor perks in our description. Okay, you get for being a sponsor yes. or Twitch sub. They both get the same perks. Mm-hmm. You get 
access to the sponsor only discord chat which is right above me uh, right below me right now on the screen you get the chat badge and the emotes in the chat you also get to watch new videos whole hours early whole hours will hours via the discord yes we, we will post them whenever we have them yes in in the uh in the that special discord chat also i left out you get special priority when we play games with, with viewers we there play with uh sponsors first and then everybody else mm -hmm. i also i think i want to implement a little something yes i think i want to implement a sponsor only mode at the very end of the stream you know when we go into people's yes well we'll go through everybody and then at the very end we'll do sponsor only and take like f five questions and then leave all right so that's that and we'll start that this week why not yeah sure um all right what else do we have here um i got nothing I got Star Wars figures. Star Wars figures? Yeah. Like toys? Yeah. Uh, we got one from io9, which is the first images of the Black series for Solo, Star Wars story. Oh, that's important. Yes. And then the next one is from Kotaku. It's the first look at the Lego Millennium Falcon from that movie. So, what do you, what do you oh, have? Oh, God, it's pixelated right now, and it looks awesome, but you're probably not going to be able to see it. Uh... Oh, Lando looks so cool pixelated. <laughs> Lando looks awesome. Yes. I like how they implemented a uh, people's eyebrow for Lando. Yeah. That's that why incredible. he looks awesome. Yes. Uh, the other two, not so much. The other two, not so much. Alden Eidenreich doesn't really look like him nor Harrison Ford. Yeah. they. I could, I could tell they didn't want to make it too much look like him, but they didn't want to make it look too far away from Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, and then Amelia Clark's uh, Kira looks all right let's see how she handles in that movie oh but the whole solo figure looks pretty good the whole figure oh yeah yeah no on a whole i mean it's the star wars black series he doesn't look like a like a like he's from star wars he looks like he's just from like he's looks That's like he's true. wearing jeans I probably and like a jacket, a jacket. <laughs> yeah so i mean the star wars black series are like they're the best figures lando looks lando looks incredible amazing. um i think hero looks good i like there's this new stormtrooper design uh, the range trooper it's like a cross between the rogue run and store uh shore troopers and the snow trooper this is like in this is like an 80s like you know like uh like the, the style of everybody's like fashion here everything's yeah. like like well it's it's weird because it's kind of like what rogue one did where because star wars was made in the 70s yeah. So these movies have to try to match that. Right, that makes sense. Which is why, like, a lot of people in Rogue One had mustaches, and why, like, Han Solo has this Farrah Fawcett hair, because that was the style at the time. Mm. Even though Old Nine Rank isn't quite pulling it off. I want to know what those these boots are about. That's crazy. Oh, on the Stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah, it was like heavy duty. That jacket is like this guy just walked out of like uh, Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and then if you go to the Kotaku article, we get uh, the Lego Millennium Falcon from this movie, which is quite nice. Uh, and you can see they also have, you know, that's going to come with minifigs of Han Solo, Chewbacca, Kira, um, a Kessel droid, and Lando. Another people's eyebrow on Lando. Yeah. But what I notice if you scroll down, you see he's given another face. What they do sometimes with Lego, with the Lego minifigs, is they give you two faces, mm. and the other face is hidden behind the hair. That's that's cool. Yeah, I like that. So you can go between Lando raising the eyebrow and Lando just just smiling. So who's the red droid? 
That is uh that's a Kessel droid. I guess I think it's a droid from Kessel. Mm. Oh, so I guess we're gonna see the Kessel run. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Did they not uh, confirm that? They I mean they never confirm anything with Star Wars. All we know right. is that Kessel is involved. Because okay. Ron Howard, one of his behind the scenes tweets, like, oh it's Kessel. Alright. Alright then. I mean I kind of say this in my video that I did like two weeks ago, or was it last week? I don't remember. Time is a flat circle. Um, they, they're hitting like all the greatest hits. How did he meet Chewbacca? How did he get the Falcon? How did, uh, what is the Kessel Run? Things like that. Right. Lando, of course, has to be in it. So it seems like they're hitting like all the greatest hits of Han Solo's past in this film. So yeah, I'd imagine the Kessel Run would make it. This Falcon looks manageable. The other Millennium Falcons they have. They just get bigger and bigger. Yeah, and I don't like want to touch them. Warm wieldy. This, Apparently, this one looks like I could do it. So this Falcon is, in the movie, it's like all nice and clean and stuff. Apparently, it's not necessarily a new Falcon. It's an, it's an older ship, but Lando keeps it clean. Yeah. And like he redoes it and makes it nicer. A lot every of people so are upset that it looks like that. But I, I don't think, understand why. Like, we yeah. know it's going to get destroyed. Yeah. We see it already getting annihilated. Yeah. So, I think that, that'll, like, play into it. Like, Han gets it. He doesn't really keep it up as well because, like, he treats it more like a smuggler ship. Whereas, apparently, Lando, like, made space to entertain people. Because, of course. <laughs> well. But, yeah. I probably won't get the Millennium Falcon because... I don't have time to build Legos anymore, and where would I put it? But I'm definitely going to keep my eye out for the Black Series figures, because I love them. Viper in the chat says, still thinks Chewie should have killed Lando. Why? Why? I gotta see, we gotta get Lando in episode 9. Yeah, no, there, there's... Especially after all this stuff, after all this hype about Lando in this movie, Yeah, we damn well better oh, see absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. What if this movie sucks? What if, what if Solo sucks? Then we're never going to see Lando again. I don't think that's true. I think they're they're gonna reevaluate um, all the anthology movies that they want to do. Hmm. So I think that's what it's gonna be. Um, but yeah, we have like Lando has to be in episode nine. Like absolutely, there's no yeah. question about it. We need that. That's yeah. very important. Yeah, especially with Carrie Fisher gone, he's the only like remaining connection to the original trilogy outside of Chewbacca and the droids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that's very sad. Uh, Brooks says people are upset about literally everything about Star Wars. It's true. They are the worst. People are the worst. They really are. It's like that's why we can't have nice things. Tevi says I still still think a Han Solo movie is a terrible idea. I still think it's a pretty bad idea. Yeah, but a, lot, a, a lot of people do, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Tom H says, "Have you watched the Star Wars toy episode on Netflix? You have. Yes. Yeah, that was great. Like my wife and I watched, it and she, you know, she's not a collector, but she was like super into it." Aiden says, I don't think Billy D. Williams wants to do any Star Wars movies. I think he really wants yeah, to do no, Star Wars. That is absolutely not true. Billy D. Williams it will jump at the first offer. He'll probably do it for free. He just needs to lose some weight. Yeah. Which is gonna be a problem. Well, I mean, he's playing an older Billy D. Like Well, I mean Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill has to lose weight, so he'll probably yeah. have to lose weight. He'll do it. He'll absolutely do it. He he was doing voice work for um, Rebels. I think he was he he provided the voice of Lando in Battlefront. Yep, both of them. Um, what else? The Lego Movie. He was Lando in that. That's true. Jedi Outcast. He was Lando in that. 
he will absolutely return. Is that everything? Um, I I got two things I can just plow through real quick. You plow through some things. I got a few things to plow through. All right. Too, you know? Um, this one is more just for me. Uh, Butch Hartman, the animator, uh, fairly out. Oh, this is very important to me. Also, Danny Phantom. Um, apparently he has two other shows. Um, Bunsen is a beast, and um, I forgot what the other one was. One of Nickelodeon's best animators. Uh, Danny Phantom is probably my favorite Nicktoon. Ever? Yeah, which is saying a lot. You got Cat Dog. You got Cat Dog. You got Ren and You got Doug. You got Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. You got Our Real Monsters. You got all these great stuff. I would honestly put Danny Phantom at the top. Danny Phantom? Danny Phantom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents is no it's damn I, good. Yeah. Fairly Odd Parents is the best of its time. The problem with Fairly Odd Parents is that like it was really good, but then like. It started to go downhill really fast because like there's yeah. only so much you can do with that concept. Yeah, and they just milked it for all it's worth. Anyway, sad news: Butch Harmon is leaving Nickelodeon after 20 years with them. Hmm. He does have a very nice YouTube channel. He's got a great YouTube channel. Everybody check it out. Um, everybody look forward to what he does next. He didn't really say why he was leaving. All that he really said was like it's time. So. And he, I'm sure he's fine on his own. Yeah, I'm he sure. made the freaking fairly odd parents. I'm sure he'll do great. I'm sure somebody will snag him up real quick. And then lastly, uh, I'll touch upon this: uh, Chris Columbus, not the explorer, but the <laughs> director of such films as Home Alone, uh, the first two Harry Potter movies, Mrs. Doubtfire, the stupid ass Rent movie. Um, he is directing. Five Nights at Freddy's, the movie. Oh, God. Why do we need that? I, I don't know. I do not approve of this. Yeah. I think I think it's a dumb idea. And I think Chris Columbus could do so much better for himself. You know, he, he's not the greatest director in the world. Um, but, like, he, he is better than this. He needs to make... Uh, he needs to basically make a, a horror movie for kids. Which is, like, that sucks. <laughs> well... Because he, he did write Gremlins. Oh. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a horror movie for kids, in mm -hmm. a way. And um, well, Pol Poltergeist is kind of freaky, but that, that's a PG movie. So it kind, of, it kind of could work, but I don't know. I don't see this working. It's being done by Bloomhouse Productions, who have made... Who've, like, sort of made a name for themselves for pretty good horror movies over the past few years. So, we'll see. That's all I got. All right. Uh... I got Capcom president talking about Monster Hunter on the Switch. And I, a lot of people wrote articles about this. Yeah. He didn't say anything. All he said was, yeah, that'd be hard to do. Yeah. That's it. Uh, they wanted... They, they, they started making Monster Hunter World before the Switch was even a thing. Right. So they had no plans for the Switch. Yeah. So they made this thing based off of PlayStation and Xbox hardware. So mm -hmm. they want to make another Monster Hunter game that is specifically implemented for the Switch. So the next expect another monster hunter game somewhere down the line that is yeah. just for the switch i'm still playing it i don't understand why it's <laughs> not that great but it, it keeps me hooked for some reason also uh we got the e3 floor plans okay. and none of it is interesting everything looks exactly the same except that sega is like kind of is like right next to nintendo you got nintendo you got sega okay that's really that's really it not a big deal. Microsoft uh, doesn't have anything. Wow. Uh, that can't be true. I don't see Microsoft here. I see NVIDIA, Sony, Nintendo. Oh, they're in the other room. Oh, the other room. Okay, never mind. Well, now I got to pull it up on screen. 
Nintendo's got like four different sections. Jesus. Yeah, Nintendo's pretty big. Yeah. Uh. Meanwhile, Microsoft's got this tiny ass booth. Yeah, why is there so? T- I think they're pulling back. I think they don't really care about their games yeah, division anymore. I feel like it. Microsoft? Yeah. No. You just said, yeah, I feel like it. <laughs> I feel like they're pulling back. I feel like they don't care anymore. No, absolutely. I, I got no exclusives. I thought you meant pulling back as in like pulling back from E3. Because I know a uh, lot that, of people think. Yeah, that too. No, absolutely not. I think, you know, because they're, they're investing so much in backwards compatibility and uh, crossplay between uh xbox one and pc um i feel like they're just they're just trying to figure i think all of that is to favor the pc over the xbox no i think i think that's more so to get you in like their ecosystem more than anything well anyway nintendo has about the same size booth sony has about the same size as last year uh sega is over here it used to be over here um and then microsoft is in a completely different room yeah and they only got this little spot Maybe they have these two all spots. Yeah, the ones next to them. I don't know. I don't know. Should be fun. Yeah. Uh, we haven't gotten approved yet. I don't know what the no, deal is with that. No, we're not. Uh, I had one more. Oh, no. Uh, Nintendo is... Why is Nintendo teaming up with Illumination for the animated series? Yeah, it's a very good question. Uh, there's a reason. And I'm going to find it in this article. Uh, This is Shigeru Miyamoto. Quote, I've been considering an animated film for many years now. There has long been talk that Nintendo could make a movie because making a game is like making a movie. That was in quotes, inside of quotes. Yes. Uh, But they are completely different to me. Interactive experiences are completely different from non-interactive media. And to make a movie, I want a film expert to do the work. Thinking that way... I have talked with all sorts of different movie directors and producers, and eventually I was introduced to Illumination via Universal Parks and Resorts, with whom we are developing theme park attractions. Uh, Miyamoto continued, As a producer, Illumination CEO Chris, whatever the hell, (laughs) is noted uh, here for movies like Minions and Sing, but he is a veteran with a ton of experience, including um, the movie Ice Age, and stints at companies like 20th Century Fox Animation. When I talked with Chris, he said he had uh, he had read a lot of interviews with me and felt we had similar approach to creation. Talking about our similarities, we clicked and decided maybe we should do some kind of collaboration. We started our conversation over two years ago and finally reached the stage where we could make an announcement. Uh, so there you go. He just became friends with the guy. Yeah, That's basically why. And finally, uh, Konami made a statement about how they uh, we how everybody got the new uh, yeah. uh, cutscene in Metal Gear when they weren't supposed yes. to. And it says, after looking into the nuclear disarmament uh, event triggered on the Steam version of Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain on February second, we found that our servers were sent incorrect values, and the total nukes owned by players was incorrectly interpreted. Uh, We have implemented a series of countermeasures during today's server maintenance to resolve this issue and prevent this from happening in the future. We apologize to all our players and thank you again for your patience. Uh, It's not like this happening again is going to be like a problem. So I don't know. I feel like they didn't even need to fix that. No. 
I think if anything, people were kind of happy that they got to see yeah. it because, like, this way they didn't, you know, they didn't have to keep playing the game. Well, yes, it's time for our tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. This one is actually something you retweeted. Me? You? Yes, you. Uh, it's a guy, James Landino, who says, oh. "I shouldn't have made this," and it is Mario, <laughs> uh, definitely unreal engine mario yeah uh doing the classic sonic adventure pose yeah. saying i'm mario super mario wahoo <laughs> it's another day in the mushroom kingdom mama mia bowser's kidnapped the princess again i forgot <laughs> who retweeted this first but i saw it and i had to share it with the rest of the world this is this is i don't know why it's black and white but it is i think it's black and white in sonic adventure is it i think so this is this is perfect it is <laughs> everything about it i love it very much also a little a little bit of a we have a runner-up mm -hmm. and it's us well, it's us because now guys if you are on twitter or uh even facebook mm -hmm. any app that has gifts not instagram instagram not any it has to be affiliated with uh tenor yeah and gift keyboard most 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 facebook and, and facebook and twitter the twitter. important ones yeah. Uh, if you just type, if you go to GIF, I'll do it right now. Uh, if you go to the GIF keyboard, eh, eh, and you type in Wolf Den, uh, you get us and apparently Cat Dennings. Yes. There I am. It's all on the right side for some reason. I went on the left. Yeah, you get things of us. Tenor was like, hey, people are searching your name. Do you want us to make you GIFs? And I was like, yes, please. And that's how that happened. Yes. I figured it out because this pulls from like different sources. So on Tenor, you type Wolf Den, you get us. On Giphy, if you type Wolf Den, you get Cat Dennings. Oh, that's what that is. Interesting. Yeah. So the only way to settle this is we need to invite her on the show and just have Thunderdome, just like just beat her up, just beat her up. Okay. I, I think I, I mean, think I would say. Let's it. be real here. She probably whoop our asses. <laughs> she looks. She looks like. Uh, she she looks like she could put up a fight. Oh yeah, and she's friends with Thor, so we definitely don't have a shot. Right. Uh, let's talk to everybody. Yes. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, where you can tweet at us using the hashtag WolfdenLive. You can leave a comment in last week's Wolfden video, or you can just leave a comment. In the chat and we will answer all of it or none of it depends on how we feel uh using the hashtag wolf Den live on twitter we got king mana nope that was last week but no here he is again king mana hi hi guys have you played any of the tenchu games or and he says ninja game before and why don't we say ninja video games anymore i think he's trying to say why don't we get ninja video games anymore so I've never played any of the Tenchu games, but I've heard like the original for PlayStation One is like one of the best PlayStation games ever, mm. and then everything else after that was junk. Um, it's apparently like it was like one of the best stealth games of that era, like that in Metal Gear. Hmm. Uh, so why do we don't get ninja games anymore? Because everything has to be a military shooter or some sort of espionage game or Grand Theft Auto. I love stealth games. Yeah, we don't get enough stuff. We don't. Games. There was a game that came out for the Switch. It has a ridiculous name. And it's supposed to be an over-the-top 
stealth game that has like a all the tropes a normal yeah. stealth game has and it's it's a big parody of metal gear pretty much really and it looks awesome and i never i never got it i should I forgot what it's, it's got a weird wacky there name. are two uh ninja games that are stealth games that are well one's up one's not that obscure one's very obscure um one is called uh mark of the ninja yes that's that's heard. fairly popular that's a side-scrolling stealth game uh but that's very good uh, the other is called Ninja 5.0. This is a weird cult classic for the Game Boy Advance. It's very hard to find, so you might have to emulate it. Mm. But it's this like weird mix of like stealth and shinobi, and it's like really good. So if you can find that, check that out. Uh, the game I was referring to on the Switch is called Never Stop Sneaking. Oh, I've heard and of this. It looks terrible, like like the like the picture yeah it doesn't it doesn't screenshots don't do it justice you gotta watch the trailer the trailer okay. the trailer makes it interesting um also i noticed here on the nintendo website when when, when it loads where the money is you yeah. see those ellipses going uh -huh. that's the same thing we have when we start the stream oh wow right above the, i got that from a from a, a generator that generates <laughs> that so interesting that's how they got it Uh, oh yeah, more more. We gotta take more stuff. Yeah. Uh, Stig, mm -hmm. Uh, do you want a Michael Bay directed Lobo movie? I don't want a Lobo movie. Period. Do you think Warner Brothers has a plan for their films, or they leak rumors to gauge public interests, i.e., DiCaprio as Joker, Nightwing, etc.? The new rumor is Joaquin Phoenix is going to be the Joker in that. Uh, Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Joker movie that crazy nobody enough. wants. Yeah. So I don't think Warner Brothers, like, I think Warner Brothers is actually trying to make movies. I think they're just throwing everything they have at the wall and seeing what sticks. Um, You know, at first you hear a Michael Bay Lobo movie, your first thought is, uh, but then you start to think like, oh, maybe, you know, because Lobo's kind of crazy and a lot of action stuff. Then you start to realize, no, because it's still a Michael Bay Lobo movie. Mm. Also, the best person to play Lobo and like currently is Jason Momoa, and he's already screwing up Aquaman. So, <laughs> kind of painting them in the corner there. Uh, also, I completely forgot. Simone Stig got us something. Oh God! Fully unsolicited. Okay. He is it. Yeah. He also said, uh, "Don't make fun of." He doesn't want to hear it that it's half empty. <laughs> but for some reason, he gave it to us half empty already. Okay. Oh. These are s'mores Girl Scout cookies. Okay. I, you know, I said something the other day because, like, Everyone. my friend sent a picture of, like, the Girl Scout cookies he bought, and I was surprised that there were s'mores because I thought that was a new flavor. Apparently, it's been around for really? a year. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, one friend brought it to another friend's bachelor party, which must have been gone by the time I got there. It just looks like an Oreo with chocolate yeah. and vanilla on the inside. Good. Yeah, not bad. A lot of aroma. Very strong aroma. Kind of like a s'mores Oreo, which is fine. It's like it's like double stuffed yeah. because it's got vanilla and chocolate. I'm curious um, what happened that they Girl Scouts introduced a new um, type of cookie. Also, what's it going to take for them to just release chocolate chip? I feel like that's the most basic cookie yeah, you can right? make. And they won't. They don't have it. 
Texan Texans says top five Green Lantern comics. I'm gonna eat all of these s'mores cookies. Um, they're all from the Jeff Johns era. So you're gonna want to read uh, Blackest Night, Blackest Night, Sinestro Corps War. You said Rebirth. Well, I said Blackest Rebirth, well, Blackest Night. Yeah, Rebirth, Blackest Night, Sinestro Corps War. Um, I think it's the. I forgot which one it is from the New Fifty Two era. I think it's um, Wrath of the First Lantern. And you're gonna want to read probably War of the Green Lanterns. But just read Jeff Johns' entire Green Lantern run. Chris Toon didn't use the hashtag Wolfden Live, but I'm going to give him a pass. Mm. <laughs> he said, what do you all think about the Ready Player One movie? Are you all excited? Have you read the book? I've not read the book. I'm like, I read the first chapter. I'm indifferent to it. I feel like I should see it. I feel like I'm going to hate it. I'm gonna, definitely going to see it. I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah. I don't think it looks very good. It's weird because it's Spielberg. Yeah. And this is like the exact type of movie he should be making. He's what he's best at. I don't know. Last week, mm -hmm. I told Fred to only pull the... F I told him to pick five comments. He says, top five comments. I don't know if that means the ones that are all the way at the top or if he actually picked good comments. <laughs> one of them is like a novel, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, the first one, uh, Justin Gamer. Mm. I feel like the Naked Mole Rat needs to be animated still for the Kim Possible movie. Yeah. Just don't see a live mole rat being as entertaining. No, they're definitely going to have to CGI it. Uh, hopefully it'll look okay for a television movie. Mm. Please tell me all of the comments are about Kim Possible. <laughs> Skagway85. Bob isn't off about black holes with the Kessel Run. Quote, the Maw Cluster, or simply the Maw as it was, sometimes called, was an unstop unstable and mostly un... What's that word? Unnavigable yeah. cluster of black holes located near the planet Kessel. Okay. Nailed it. <coughs> I'm choking on this now. Bub Adventure. Found you guys a month ago and you've been filling my free time since. However, what have you done with that destroyed Switch controller? If you still have it, I want the board so I can make a portable <laughs> PS1 thing. Though it doesn't really matter, and I found you destroying it entertaining. It is in the garbage. Ah, oh, damn. It's gone forever. Sorry. Too bad. Zeon says, Bob, I love your videos, but sometimes I laugh when you comment on some games. When talking about Monster Hunter, you claim the game, quote, feels... Game feels antiquated. I keep trying to find out why I feel that way. Right. I think I nailed it. Well, let me read his whole comment. Right. But I think I nailed down why. Um... Said, I hate to risk sounding like one of those, quote, know-it-alls, but late. most of, of your complaints, besides multiplayer, are just about the mechanics of the game, which I wouldn't call antiquated, but rather staple mechanics of the genre. No. No. No? What genre? Yeah. RPGs? Um, you, you, got, you got Bloodborne. Yeah. Um... It would be like saying Mario feels, quote, antiquated because he's still jumping on platforms. No, they they, they tweak his jumps every game. Um, 
combat quote feels slow deliberately because each action you make is a commitment that you can't cancel out of once you begin you're locked into the animation i feel that but i, f I feel like there's room for improvement also right. that in itself is a gameplay mechanic that makes you think more about an action before you execute it it is not antiquated but a deliberate game decision design decision to make you more weary of the decisions before you make them and blah blah blah, blah. I, get, I get what you say monster hunter isn't a hack and slash it's supposed to challenge you to learn its mechanics and get good at the game and it rewards you for that also the potions uh gripe is a very common thing amongst these types of games so if you if you don't like that then i don't know how you have ever gotten through an action rpg i i don't like action rpgs <laughs> And he says, honestly, not even trying to burn you or anything like that. It's cool if you have honest gripes with the game. Just saying it's okay to, to say you don't like something about it simply because you don't enjoy it. You don't always need to find a logical reason. Too long didn't read. I'm a stupid Monster Hunter fanboy who rants for too long about the game. I feel like it's kind of a similar thing with uh, old survival horror games with the original Resident Evil with the tank controls. Right. And people will say, no, the tank controls and the bad aiming and stuff that's intentional at the time they hold on to those tank controls for way too long yeah uh, three was the last one with tank no, no zero no. yeah zero and that was the gamecube yeah that's crazy yeah we were like this game is good but it still has tank controls yeah. and we loved resident evil yeah. we loved that all of those games and we we were like we can't have tank controls anymore I'll this put is it, ridiculous I'll put it a, a better way uh shadow of the colossus Yes, it just, it just got re-released. I played it. I played the HD remaster on PS3. It felt terrible. <laughs> like climbing was a chore, combat was a chore. Donkey just made a video yeah. review of the new one that he says it. This is like and then like the it feels one like that garbage. just came out on PS4. Like they revamped it to feel like a modern game. Well, he says that they it didn't work. Really? <laughs> yeah, he says it still doesn't feel uh, very good. But anyway, yeah. I've I've. I think I figured out why yeah. I don't, why I have, why I had a lot of problems with Monster Hunters, mm -hmm. why I thought it felt antiquated. It's because, um, now I need to find my tweet. God damn it. <laughs> Do you have the, the comments up? Read the last one. All There's right. one underneath that big long one. Uh, Trevor, many of us care about Pikmin 4, Bob. A lot of people care about Pikmin. I feel like our problem is when we played it, we played the first one and it had a weird-ass time limit. So you would, we would have never like experienced the game proper because we had to do everything in that time. And that's not good. This is what this is my problem with Monster Hunter oh, and wow. why it feels antiquated. And why I can't figure out why I'm having a hard time with it. Because now I'm not having a hard time with it. I'm fine with it. It's just a weird game, you know? Right. Uh, at first... It's not difficult to understand. It's not. Right. Okay. It's easy to understand. Okay. It's unintuitive. Okay. When you figure it out, it's rewarding. Okay. So it doesn't help you at all. In fact, it it there's some things that like that you'll do something over and over again, and then all of a sudden uh, you won't be able to do that thing. You yeah. know, and it's like weird, like weird little things like that. You know, that like just feel wrong, but. Monster Hunter veterans are used to it. Right. And once you figure it out, it's rewarding. So that's why they, they defend it so hard. But um, it's fun, and, and, and I like it now, but that's why it felt so antiquated, is because it's incredibly unintuitive. It doesn't right. help you at all. And in, in fact, 
it it like it throws these things in your way that like uh yeah it throws up these roadblocks randomly like in the middle of everything yeah it's very it's a very strange game but it's good uh that's all the comments all right so now we're in the actual chat the actual chat we'll take it we'll take a few and then I'll put it in sub-only mode. Okay. Or sponsor-only mode for like a five or something. All right. AMG Bros, would you recommend Monster Hunter? I'm thinking of getting it. <laughs> uh, mm, have you played them before? If you've played them before, then yes. Because you're going to get exactly what you mm. got before. It's good. Also, it would help if you had friends to play with. It's just... It's a weird game. You have to research it. It's I I don't think it's not for everybody. Yeah. It's 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 a weird. It's fun and I like it, but it's it's very bizarre. I'm trying to think of some of the roadblocks it pulls up that like yeah. just don't make. What happened today? Something happened to me. Oh no! Last night when I played it, for, I played for like an hour. Something happened and I was just like, "Why? Everything's been fine up until this point. Why is this a problem now? All of a sudden, I, I don't know." Uh, aggressive handshake says simple check rewarding check aggressive handshake suddenly changes gameplay and confuses you check <laughs> that's exactly what it is yeah. can somebody think of examples of, of how the game just randomly throws something in there that that, that changes up I, I can't I can't I, I keep drawing blanks I have, yeah. I have no like proof that's why I keep playing it because I'm like I need to find proof of why this game is so weird Eps 5000 people asking for Monster Hunter World on Switch are asking the wrong question. Instead, they should be asking why Double Cross isn't localized. That's a Monster Hunter game already on the Switch in Japan. And he's right. That's a very good question. Yeah. I thought when we saw the trailer for that, I thought for sure it was coming to America. Yeah. And it's not. It doesn't make any sense. And that's less of an action RPG and more of like a story-based game. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I am curious about that too. Uh, AJ, being a troll, hmm. says, You fool. Monster Hunter's stubborn nonsense is a, quote, feature, not bad design. And then a bunch of upside-down smiley faces. Yep. Sounds about right. Uh, R. Dilly, for some reason, says, No, I can't, but I do love boobs. Those are nice. Uh, Eric says, I don't like not being able to switch weapons on the fly. That's a thing. Really? You can't switch weapons no, on the fly? No, you got one weapon. You, you upgrade your weapon. Like, you don't, oh. you don't upgrade your person. You upgrade your armor and weapons similar to Destiny. Okay. Yeah. I can see how that can be a pain in the ass. Um, uh, Graham says, with Pokemon, the online functionality has already been in handheld games. If they are smart, they will dive into the home console, quote, couch co-op, as that is what will be, quote, new to the franchise. Um, I don't see how they could possibly do that. Yeah, I... That's... The, the Switch is the perfect console for that, mm -hmm. but I don't see how they could possibly yeah, do that. There's, I don't think there's a good way to do that. Uh, Zookius Diablo says, what's your favorite Pokemon game? The, mine was blue, his was red. Yeah. But, you know, they're the same game. Yeah. Kevin says, I can't wait till Mega Man comes out for the Switch. I forgot that's a thing. Oh, that's right. The, the Legacy Collections, right? Yes. Yeah. That'll be good. You reading questions? Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, 
I just have Inferno Nine says would love a new F Zero, and then somebody else said, "Hell yeah, F Zero will be sweet." Yeah, F Zero will be good. I've. I, I, it's it's like it's just it's just hard. I think we talked about this before, and I said, I just don't think there's a market for F Zero anymore. I think there is. I just think we haven't seen one since the GameCube, so I think it's time. Uh. I just had it and I lost Chris it. Chris Toon says the Pokemon series has to remain single player. Did you hear that? Yeah. I don't know what the, the Mike picked that up. That, that, the mic definitely picked that up. <laughs> uh, LKM, These cookies, man. Yeah. LKM Cherokee, give Will Rogaine foam so he can have a Superman mullet. I had one and it was nice. And we have Rogaine foam. Yeah, but I won't use it because it gave you a rash. Yes, it did. <laughs> Right on the top, right on the top. Uh, Tebias, thoughts on Bendis taking over Superman and Action Comics? Did you hear about this? Nope. Brian Michael Bendis, now that he's over at DC, he's going to be writing not just Superman, but Action Comics as well. I'm okay with him taking over Superman. Give him one book or the other. Mm. I don't like the idea of having one writer handle both flagship Superman books. I think they should go to separate people so that they can stay independent and different and unique to offer different sides of the character and apparently i've i hope i'm remembering this wrong superman is going to be an action adventure comic but action comics is going to be a more character focused piece that is dumb why would they do that i have no idea like imagine if like they did with batman detective comics is the detective story batman is the big action adventure superhero book But I'm excited to see what Bendis does. I have no idea how to. <gasps> what? You did something. Oh, no, that's not a thing. I have no idea how to make it into subscriber right. only mode. Carnage fails. Who's hypes for Bayonetta tomorrow? This guy. Is that, is that tomorrow? I didn't know that. Damn. I knew it was coming out soon. Does that mean I got to stream that this weekend? Yeah, probably. Just uh, yeah. do, just do the Xbox 360 oh, no. version. No Friday. One, no one will know the difference. Friday comes out Friday. But that's still, that's very new. Yeah. And yeah, sure, we have it on Xbox, right? Yeah. yeah. So why the hell would I get it on Switch? Apparently it's it's 720p no matter where you play it. That's good. You can also get Bayonetta 2. Oh, that is true. You get yeah. both. I forgot about that. How long are these games? They're long. They're long. They? I, I'm not, I'm, I didn't finish Bayonetta 1. It's hard, too. I don't even think he can put it in sponsor-only mode. All right, we'll figure this right, out for yeah, next time. Next week. Uh, I'm going to take one more. All right. Everybody's saying it's Friday. Yeah. Hmm. Aggressive handshakes. I want open-world Pokemon. I want a game world to run around and find Pokemon and not the real world. Go kills people. <laughs> uh, okay. I think Go is a great game. Yeah, Go is a great it's game. It's not a replacement for an open-world no, Pokemon absolutely game, but not. it's a great game. Uh, Jonah. According to rumors, Nintendo will announce Luigi's Mansion. What are your thoughts on this? Garbage. F that game. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think it's fine. A lot of people like Luigi's Mansion. I like Luigi's Mansion. I didn't Mansion. like it for whatever reason. Did you get Dark Moon or? No. You did not get I was it. adamantly against Luigi's right. Mansion for years. I think that a lot of it is because I desperately wanted a Mario game for the, for the GameCube. And it launched with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. I was pissed about that. I liked Luigi's Mansion. Uh, it's not a replacement for Mario, but for what it was, it was a very good game. Uh, that's the last one. I'm done. All right, I'm done. You got you. You do the spiel, guys. Thank you for tuning in 
Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is live every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on youtube.com slash Wolfden. If for whatever reason you can't make the show, we always put it up the next day so that you can watch it on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than look at us, you can check us out as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And if you do that, be sure to subscribe to us and rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. I will be streaming over on twitch.tv slash Wolf, where I'll be streaming the thumbnail to this episode. Like I there you week. go. Uh, next time we'll see you is Saturday at, uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. For the season finale of The Backlog. Yes, on twitch.tv slash Wolfden. Mm-hmm. I wanted to film someone for the end of that, and I totally forgot. Oops. Yep. Oh, well. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Ha- happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's you, Day. my guy. Yeah. I'll see you over on Twitch. Bye.